0: Now, it's time to discover the leader in you. Hey, hey, everybody. Well, welcome to another edition of Discover the Leader in You. I'm your host, Dr. Jason Carthon, the leadership linebacker. And I always consider it a privilege to really come into your homes and connect with you. If you're listening on your mobile device, I don't take it uh, for granted. So just know that you're important to me. I always appreciate when you check in. I'd love to uh, remain connected with you. And for that reason, we're going to be talking about some good stuff today. We're going to be talking about if you should leverage the benefits of a consultant in your business. You know, And some people may say, You know why do I even want to do anything uh, relative to a consultant and what would that look like if I did retain someone to help me and we're gonna be talking about some of those things today and you know before we engage that Just want you to kind of think about this a little bit i want you to try and figure out when is it the right time to engage the expertise of an outside consultant should you work with a consultant for a short period of time or should you begin with the end in mind as stephen covey shared and make a long-term investment for a consultant that's really something that would be called a professional in resonance you know one of the key things that must be considered As you begin to think about whether you want to hire a consultant or place a consultant on retainer is, you know, what are your objectives? Will a consultant help you reach them sooner or can you just hire a FTE or a full time employee to help you get there? On today's show, we're going to answer these questions and more as we help to uh, position you and your business for success. So sit back and enjoy the ride as we help you discover the leader in you. One of the things I just want to remind you of is that we always want to really focus on whether or not you want to grow professionally or personally. And one of the things we do is we keep a great amount of resources there for you right on my website at jasoncarthon.com. You can just navigate over there and take a look at some of the things we have there. I mean, we have webinars, we have MP3s, I have my books, I have all those different things that really are available to you. So it's just one of those things I just want to remind you of. And then also just want to remind you that we have the next I Speak Life Academy workshop coming up. And we're going to be talking about how to use assessment tools for your business success. That's going to be taking place on July 25th. And you know what? You can register right at jasoncarthen.com, or you can always give our office a call at 1 227 8436. And speaking of phone numbers, if you want to call in, we always welcome that. You can call in at 1 281 or you can actually uh, tweet your questions to me at Jason Carthen. So feel free to do that. Definitely want to hear from you. It's important that we remain connected in that way. And one last reminder, we have the Jason Carthen Enterprises app on Google Play Store. You can actually go there. If you have an Android device, I would encourage you to take a look download that app you're talking about some great stuff on there it's a lot of good stuff and then it's going to be available on the iTunes store within the next week or so just waiting on them and we'll have that uh, out and available to you so let's talk about this thing relative to consulting I mean should you leverage a consultant in your business you know that's something that many people may wrestle with and they want to know you know what's the value am i in a position am i am i large enough to really have a consultant come on and help in that way and and one of the things that you know i always like to do i send out some of these questions and people will respond and they'll interact and they will send me back some things that they want to have some answers to and one of the questions that i really want to interact with is just talking about what is the role of a consultant really i mean what does it look like and and what are they required to do and i think that that's a great question because at the end of the day if you have a better idea of what a consultant is going to do it's going to give you a greater understanding of what you may need or really if you're not even in a position to do that sort of thing yet so when you start talking about a consultant you know there's a few things you need to remember You're going to have a consultant that may have a certain level of expertise in one field. Okay, say, for example, leadership, that's going to be different from a HR consultant, human resources consultant. Their expectations, uh, what they'll be able to bring to the table is going to be totally different for you. And, you know, when you start talking about what the role is, a consultant specifically Okay, based upon the initial meetings uh, with leadership and the executive portion of the organization uh, is going to have a good idea of what steps they need to carry out in order to help you reach your goals. So a consultant's role is conducting primary and secondary research on competitors, uh, markets, customers, anything that's going to lend itself to having a better understanding of. How they can assist you in order to reach your goals. Okay. Now, they also need to engage in a certain level of analysis. So, they're going to perform very rigorous and strategic analysis to pinpoint, you know, the appropriate and practical recommendations that are needed to help your organization to be able to move forward. Now, uh, the other thing that you really have to remember when you start engaging a consultant. A consultant is someone who will serve as the eyes and ears, okay? After they have sat down with you and tried to figure out exactly what your objectives are and where you are now, what the normal functioning that's taking place is right now in your organization, they're going to collaborate with you. They're going to collaborate with you. They're going to collaborate with team members to really figure out trends, conclusions, so they can actually come up with some ideal recommendations based upon the data that they've collected and then also based upon some of the things that they figure out along the way. And when I say figure out, I mean if they see trends, if they see tendencies or if they're sitting in a meeting or if they've had some surveys come back and some of the surveys may say, "Hey, <laughs> you know, these are some things I think we need to target. These are some things that aren't working effectively." Uh, then based upon those things, then they're going to collaborate not only with leadership, but also with team members uh, to really figure out next steps and how to move forward. And the rationale, now listen to this, everybody. The rationale is to make a recommendation that is going to transform the current functioning to really transform to something that is going to help you achieve those goals and those objectives. And that's the, That's the very integral part that you must remember at all times. You know, a consultant is there to help you to achieve those goals and those objectives that you want to see take place. And they're actually going to be able to do that. And getting back to that role, they're actually going to be able to do that with very thoughtful insights and thoughtful uh, recommendations based upon the strategic direction uh, that the organization wants to go in and a lot of that again is predicated upon the leadership and what they want to see happen so that was a great question thank you for sending that in and our reality is that when you start talking about the role of of the consultant a lot of the things i just shared with you are just crucial making sure that they have good assessment tools also making sure that they are working uh, in a collaboration mode with leadership and team members and then also really coming up with recommendations that are going to add value to the functioning of the organization so those things are really important now one of the other things and we're gonna take a break here in a couple of minutes but when is it the right time to engage the expertise of an outside consultant. We talked about the role of a consultant, but let's unpack this before we take a quick break here. When you start thinking about the idea of positioning uh, your organization for success, there should be certain levels that you're trying to reach. You know, if you're just getting started and you're a solopreneur, or even if you've just been onboarded in an organization that's very large and you have a leadership uh, stake or component in that organization. Those are two different ends of the spectrum there. So if you are just starting out it's not the right time (laughs) to bring on a consultant because you really need to understand the business and what's taking place in the organization. And the best way to do that is to have hands-on experience. And what I mean by that, if you are trying to figure out what your accounting functions are going to be, if you're trying to come up with a strategic plan as an entrepreneur or a solopreneur, then at that point, you have to be careful. You you can't add someone into the mix now. I'm sure the consultant would help out and do a fantastic job, but if you're trying to understand your business, then it's going to be a challenge when you bring someone else in because your learning curve will not be shortened as a matter of fact, you're going to be in a position where you're going to be asking the consultant for advice around things because You have to do your due diligence and understand what your organization needs in order to be successful. And the best way to do that is to really jump in. Get your hands dirty. Understand how everything functions. If you have a marketing campaign, then you're working very closely to make sure that happens. If you have uh, contacts or campaigns that you want to run to create opportunities for new leads in your business, then you need to have a hand in that. You don't want a consultant coming in and really trying to figure those things out for you because when the rubber meets the road, you're still important when it comes to casting that vision for the organization. So, you know, we're going to take a quick break here, but again, I just want to remind you that at the end of the day, you are vital no matter what you want to see happen by bringing in a consultant, you have to make sure that you still remain connected and in tune With the organization, so you can give clarity around what the long term goals are and the impact that you want to see take place. Stay tuned, everybody. You are listening to Dr. Jason Carthen, a leadership linebacker, and this is Discover the Leader in You. We'll be right back. This is Scott Garcher with FedEx Custom Critical, and we'll deliver you back to Dr. Jason Carthern on Discover the Leader in You. All right. Welcome back, everybody. This is Dr. Jason Carthen. I am excited to be with you. We've been talking about the whole idea of just the timing relative to whether or not you should retain a consultant. It's one of those things that organizations want to grow and develop and If you really try and figure out whether or not you should leverage the benefits of a consultant, you have a few factors that you should be thinking about because it's not something that is just very cut and dried in that way. You have to figure out, okay, exactly what are the benefits going to be and what is it going to look like and then also we have to talk about that investment piece how much you're going to be willing to pay because it's not going to be free advice in that way but before we went to break we were talking about the idea of when is it the right time to engage you know that expertise of outside consultant and we we're talking about some of the things related to if you're just getting started as a solopreneur but we didn't get a chance to talk about the piece, about whether or not you are a maybe a C-suite executive or you're in HR. You're trying to figure out, you know, if you want to bring someone on to help. Because now I will tell you this, it's been my experience after almost, I don't know, 20 years now. Uh, consulting and training and going into organizations, speaking, doing different things like that, that HR will bring in a consultant, but they wanted to have, they want the consultant to have a limited short term role when in reality that may not always be the best fit. So let's talk about it from a leadership standpoint. When you are a C suite executive, a COO or CEO that's trying to figure out next steps for the organization, you have to really figure out you know what type of investment you're gonna to have to make uh, in this individual that's coming into the organization do you want this individual to be around for a short period of time or do you want this individual to have a long-term you know sort of impact and and the reason why I say that is because you'll have um, some consultants that will come in and just do a certain uh, task say for example A strategic plan now consultants are very skilled and talented at that because they have the tools they have the metrics to uh, put together KPIs or key performance indicators to help your organization reach uh, very specific goals in a short period of time so with a strategic plan you may have a consultant. If you're a CEO, you may have a consultant come in and say, hey, you know what? We're ready to retool. We did a fantastic job with the first uh, strategic plan that we had, and it was in place for, I don't know, I'll say three years and anymore. You don't want one that's going to be too longer than that because what takes place is that the market will outpace your plans, and you don't. You don't want that to happen. So when you have a plan in place and say, for example, that this plan is uh, going well, but it's it's coming to its horizon at this point, And it's time to bring someone in to help you retool. That may be an ideal time to bring in a consultant because they'll be able to help you with that strategic plan and the key performance indicators. And then also identifying roles. You know, at the top of the show, we talked about. Just the idea of a consultant that is collaborating and working with individuals in the organization to really identify what are your strengths, what do you bring to the table. Then they're also working with HR and saying, okay, if these are some of the things you want to accomplish, uh, you may want to have someone onboarded that has these type of skills. And that's a good thing, and it all comes back together, but one of the things that you have to ask yourself if you're that C suite executive, is okay. So we've relied upon this consultant. They have come into the organization. They've done a fantastic job helping us to move forward. So now what? Do we just say, okay, we're going to transition you out and we're going to just deputize someone in the organization to take over your role? Well, at that point, it gets a little murky and the transition has to be done extremely well and it it happens all the time. So it's certainly doable, but those are some of the questions that you have to begin to ask, you know, especially if it's, the right time to engage that expertise, and how long will they be around? So and now let's talk about some obvious positives to having a consultant just work for a short period of time. Well, first of all, it's a minimal investment, and it's whatever that investment may be in that quarter. Say it's just a quarter, or at the most two quarters. You're looking at having this consultant there. So for that set time frame, that's your investment, and. I think anyone would agree that if your return on investment is going to outpace what you've paid out, then it's always a good deal in that way. But, you know, some people may argue against that. But the reality is that if you have someone who can come in and help To create new systems and speak into some of the ways that the organization may be performing and it's going to help the organization over a longer period of time that is a good deal uh, at that point so maybe that short sort of investment is good you know there are different schools of thought but how about when you want a consultant to be around long term and long term meaning uh, nine months to a year, or at the most, maybe, I don't know, 18 months, something like that. This individual then becomes embedded in the organization, and there's a positive with that because this individual can now work with leadership, collaborate with HR, provide feedback, Uh, what we talked about at the beginning of the show, make recommendations based upon data collection, uh, different things that have been pointing the the organization in the right direction. This individual is there. But again, keep this in mind, even with an investment of 18 months, this individual is still uh, just a short-term connection in that way. And they're going to help to train up people that are FTEs or full-time employees at the organization. That sort of thing still adds value. Now, what may be some of the cons to having that happen? A couple of things. If it's short term, the impact may not be there. If you have an individual that is trying to help and engage, sometimes it may be such a challenging situation that uh, a short stopgap measure may not be the best thing to have take place, so that that is definitely a negative. That could be a con in that way. Uh, so some people, and maybe even on the in the HR component, may say, uh, you know, let's just try and figure out the best way to do it with people we already have on the team. And there are different schools of thought with that because what can happen when you have people that are already there, there and they're full time employees, it can be a challenge to see beyond what is normally happening happening in the organization and that is often a challenge so you have to make sure that you have a different set of eyes that can come in and and speak to the situation now long term why that can be a challenge well a couple of things Uh, it's pretty basic but if you have someone that's embedded and they're there and they don't have clearly defined roles then that can be a challenge too because they're there but they're only there for say 9 12 or 18 months that can be a challenge too because people become uh reliant upon them and they want to connect and have better understandings and and you also have to remember that this consultant is an expert in a very specific niche related to the organization so if they have a certain skill set and then all of a sudden that's gone Individuals are going to say, whoa, wait a minute, what happened? Such and such was here, and they were providing clarity around certain things. Maybe it was data collection. Maybe it was uh, working on a coaching aspect or something relative to HR, but you just really have to think about the situation and how it will work best for you when you start talking about should you leverage the benefits of a consultant you know in your business so those are some initial things uh, relative to some of the pros and cons, and also related to the length of time that an individual should be in the organization so so let me ask you this now to my listening audience. We, we've we been talking about this and we're going to take a break here in a second. But when you start talking about uh, the role of the consultant as it relates to goals and objectives, let's unpack that because, you know, we had a couple of questions related to that. But when you have a consultant that comes in now, here's the thing. This also talks about timing. If you have a consultant that comes in and you have some goals that you've been trying to, you know, sort of ferret out and figure out if these are going to make the most sense for your organization going forward. You have to make a commitment at that point to say, all right, I'm in, these are the goals, and this is how we're going to move forward. Or you have to say, ah, maybe <laughs> this is not the best way. Uh, maybe I need some input on these sorts of things, because that consultant Is going to come in and they're really going to help you craft, you know, what some of these objectives are and the strategy, how you're going to get to these goals, you know, so you really have to think through. The best process for achieving these goals. And that's why you have to solidify what the goals are. Because once you bring that consultant in, really their role is to help you get there, to help you achieve those goals and figure out the best pathway to do that. Now, they're not going to make a decision in a vacuum, but they are going to come alongside you and say hey you know what does this make the most sense and now let's test it let's let's see whether or not this will be able to uh stand up under scrutiny and really that's the consultant's role they should come in and begin to ask questions related to uh why are we trying to go after some of these things does it make the most sense to do that they begin to vet the idea of what you want to see take place. And we're going to take a quick break. But the reality is, if you are not able to really answer some of these questions, then that's problematic because you want to be in a situation where you know what your goals are, you're putting together solid strategy to get there, and your objectives are right on point. If that consultant begins to poke holes in it, not because they want to, but because it cannot really withstand that type of scrutiny, then that's problematic. All right. Hey, so we are talking about when is it the right time to really bring on a consultant? And I really want you to think about leveraging the benefits of a consultant in your business, but not just because you can. That doesn't make sense. It really has to add value, everybody. Stay tuned. You're listening to Dr. Jason Carthan on Discover the Leader in You. And now back to Discover the Leader in You. All right. Welcome back, everybody. We have been talking about the idea of leveraging the benefits of a consultant in your business. And you really have to begin to ask yourself, is it the right time to do that sort of thing? And we've already been unpacking a few things relative to that. But, you know, before we took a break, we were really talking about just the value add there relative to. The goals and the objectives in the organization, because, you know, when you have a individual that is a solopreneur or entrepreneur, those individuals are still figuring things out as they go. (laughs) They may have not, not everyone. You may have some people that are ready to go and they have goals and objectives and and they don't need to retool or tweak anything, but sometimes those individuals are trying to figure out exactly how to move forward. So it may not be the best idea to have a consultant at that point. However, the, the opposite is true when you have a uh, corporation that is entrenched in their goals and their objectives. It's good to have a consultant come in at that point and say, hey, have we really thought about this? And can we really talk through it and figure out if it makes the most sense? And that's based upon data or information that's been collected that really points to the success or the likelihood of achieving some of these goals or some of the barriers. So at that point, they're able to withstand some of the scrutiny. That comes along with bringing a consultant in and, and really helping you to achieve your goals at that point. Now, again, before we had transitioned, we were talking about just the idea of what that consultant is going to do and how they're going to be able to impact in a positive way the ideas of achieving uh, goals and objectives. And, you know, it's very interesting because you know i've been in organizations where i've you know i've been asked to come in and we've began the process of uh whether it was goal setting or strategic planning or transitioning or onboarding or working directly with hr on training aspects and It's interesting because sometimes if the goals are moving targets, (laughs) then it's very hard to put together strategy and it's very hard to come up with uh, very uh, clear objectives of what you want to see take place. So you have to be careful uh, along those lines and make sure that those things, the goals are in place, but they're also good goals uh, to have that fit uh, the organization as they move forward now let's talk about this piece here i had a question relative to can a consultant help you reach company goals sooner or can you just hire a full-time employee and i talked about that a little bit earlier but here's the here's the reality okay a consultant offers and here's the reason why they're a consultant they offer a certain level of expertise Uh, they have been trained and developed in a very specific discipline that will add value uh, at the end of the day to your organization or your effort whatever it may be if you're a solopreneur or entrepreneur or you're in a corporate sector even nonprofit that consultant is going to come in and help you in a very specific uh, objective that you want to have take place because they have certain uh, levels of expertise in that area. Take, for example, and I go back to leadership. This is Discover a Leader in You. So I go back to leadership, and here's, here's the thing that takes place. When you have an individual that comes in and, say, they're a consultant, and they're trying to help you in terms of leadership, We all have a certain set of belief systems uh, that we're working from. And if you're talking about leveraging the benefits of a consultant in your business, that's the topic of today's show. You have to be open to this individual coming in and using their expertise and maybe helping you with some very specific blind spots that you may have. Now, that's not to say you're not good in leadership or whatever it may be. But if this individual is an expert, then they have a background. They've studied it. They've done research on it. um, They have varied experience in that area. So they can speak to things that maybe you wouldn't normally see. But here's the thing. You have to be open. I tell people all the time, whether um, I'm speaking or I'm training, if you're not open, no amount of training is going to help you get to where you need to be. Because openness really lends itself to creativity and a greater likelihood of success. Because when you're open, then you understand you do not know everything you you don't know it all. So you want to gain more clarity. You want to understand a little bit better around why things are the way they are. But but here's the thing. If you have an individual that is closed and they want to talk to you about leadership, they they may say to you, uh, eh, you know, I've been doing it this way for a long time. and I'm not going to do it any differently. Those are the ding, 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 ding. All the warning signs need to start going off because that consultant is going to go, mm, well, that may not be the best framework, you know, upon which to build this. And that individual can either make a decision to say, I'm going to be open or I'm gonna remain closed. And so in terms of leadership, you now have a consultant that's gonna say, we are having uh, threats to engagement. And engagement is so important uh, with a consultant because based upon their level of expertise, they're able to say, hey, this individual is hitting on all cylinders, we're engaged and they're open. And now I can share my expertise fully. And I think it's gonna help in terms of the goals and the objectives. But what can happen That's uh, what I shared with you already. You know, if you have an individual that is not going to be open, then it's going to be a challenge. Now, getting back to the, the original question, if you have a FTE or full time employee, they may be outstanding. Their reviews may be excellent. They may do, be doing all these great things, but. The reality is that they don't have that expertise that we were just talking about. So they cannot identify threats to engagement. They cannot identify, you know, key leadership traits that need to be there or key leadership practices based upon the goals and the objectives. That have been set forth in the organization. So those are the things uh, that really speak to that question. You don't want to get into a situation where you are trying to place so many things on that regular full time employee that they really cannot do. They may be outstanding relative to their job responsibilities and expectations. But they do not have the expertise. Now that lends itself to another question. I've worked with HR departments and, and large uh, multi-million dollar companies that have said, "Well, we can just train up our people. We'll train them up, and and then we'll get them to do some of the things that a consultant can do." Now, keep in mind, uh, normally when you have a consultant, uh, they have been in their respective area of influence for quite some time, and you cannot simply train up a employee to have the long-term institutional knowledge uh, that is required to speak into some of the subtle nuances that are required in, in jobs uh, at some points. And then specifically in leadership or technology, uh, you bring on a consultant because they can do those things. And really... It adds another layer of, I guess you would say, a burden to that uh, regular full time employee to try and get trained up and understand all these different things uh, to be able to make some very specific uh, recommendations based upon research in organizations or working with individuals and in, uh, organizations. So that's one of those things that you really have to think through. And it goes back to what we talked about earlier. Is it time, you know, to leverage the benefits of having a consultant come into my organization? Because the last thing you want to do is bring a consultant on and don't follow through. You don't want to do that. You don't want to have a consultant. Come on, you make the investment. And then at that point, you say, "Eh, all this stuff was great, but we're just not going to do it. I don't feel like it's something that we want to do now. Again, that is a serious threat to engagement. And then also your outcomes, your outcomes are going to be impacted negatively at that point. So you really want to make sure that you are engaging uh, in good faith and you also are going to really think through the benefits of having a outside consultant come on and help you achieve some of these goals that we've been talking about. So let's talk about some of the benefits at the end of the day. And we're going to take a break here in a couple of minutes, but what about some of the benefits related to having a consultant? Why do we even want a consultant to come in? You know, I've talked to you in the past about group formation and some of the things that take place, the forming, storming, norming and performing stages well when you bring on a consultant they go through all those stages too they're working with you and they're trying to figure out where they fit how they can get information do we have threats to engagement are people bought in are people just saying they're bought in so you have to wade through all of that and then you start seeing some of the benefits you start seeing you know teamwork because someone not just a normal supervisor someone else is coming in saying hey You guys are doing a fantastic job with this and this and this, you know, and this supervisor is learning, they're implementing some of the suggestions and the recommendations that the consultant is sharing, and people are really excited about it. Good things are taking place. That's an immediate, tangible benefit because you see it right out the gate. Now, here's some other things that you may not see. Typically when a consultant comes in, they have a pre and then they have a post assessment. And then if it's longer, we talked about 18 months, you'll have a a data collection point, maybe at six or eight months or something along those lines. But what will happen, they'll engage you and then you will have actionable information related to feedback on surveys, uh, anecdotal information where people are saying, hey, this is great. Uh, Great things are happening. I see a change in my supervisor or vice versa. You'll see you'll see the supervisor who's now saying, hey, these people are buying in. This has been great. Those are the things that you will see as an immediate benefit. And, you know, it's one of those things that you, you have to remember. How much time are you putting into your people? How much time are you gathering input relative to their functioning? A consultant will help you do that and they'll do some of the heavy lifting and then you will reap the benefits. You know what? We're going to take a quick break and then I'm going to come back and we're going to unpack this a little bit more. You are listening to the leadership linebacker. This is Dr. Jason Carthen on discover a leader in you. Thank you so much. Make sure you stay tuned. We'll be right back. everybody, welcome back to Discover the Leader in You. We've been talking about whether or not you should leverage the benefits of having a consultant come into your business. And, you know, it's one of those things that, you know, from the very top of the show, We've said that you have to be diligent in understanding what do you want to accomplish? What are your goals and what really are your objectives? Because you can actually bring someone on. You may make that investment and it may be too soon. It may not even make sense if you're just getting started and you don't have the things in place that you need to have in place. Then it won't really make a lot of sense for you. And it really um uh, may detract from what you're trying to accomplish. So you have to think about those things. But there are certainly uh, great opportunities to have someone come in and really what I like to say is speak life into your business. And they can do some amazing things to help you achieve your goals. But you have to understand exactly what you want to accomplish and why you are doing what you're doing. And before we went to break, we had talked about the idea of really whether or not a full-time employee could take on the role of a consultant, whether or not you could train them up and give them the tools that they need. But quite frankly, you know, I go back to it, you know, at the end of the day, you have individuals that train their whole lives (laughs) to become a consultant and really stand in the gap and help you do some things that, you normally wouldn't be able to do in your business and you are able to reap those benefits that we had talked about before going to break. Now, just to be fair, I also have to tell you about the drawbacks to not using a consultant in your organization. And the reason why I say that, you know, I want to be totally transparent. You have individuals that say, No, I'm going to plow forward. I don't need anybody to come in and help me do anything like that. Well, you know, that's that may be true. You know, you can move forward and you will continue to make uh, money and your returns will be great. And your margin is just excellent. And you're doing all the things that you need to do. But you know what? Uh, even some of the best. I'll just use sports for a second. Uh, use myself playing in the National Football League. It was great to have a coach because they were a second set of eyes they were able to tell you well no you don't want to do this or maybe you need to approach it in this way you have to be intentional and those coaches were actually able to stand in the gap for you like a consultant and say hey you know what have you thought about this you don't want to do it that way maybe you should uh, approach it in this manner And really, when you have someone else that is able to speak into your business and really give you a framework upon which to build. Wow. I mean, the sky is the limit, but it's it's one of those things that if you don't want that, yes, you can still move forward. Yes, you can still have success and all these things. But when you have someone else who is really speaking life into your business and also helping you. In the process, it's amazing what you can accomplish, and there are plenty of examples of that, not just in the sports uh, arena, also just in business in general. This happens all the time when you have a consultant come in, and I know for myself, when I go into organizations and I help them, they will say, wow. I hadn't even thought of it that way. Or that wasn't even on my radar. You know, it's one of the things I tell people all the time. Is it on your radar? Are you thinking about it? Do you have contingency plans in place for it? Are these some of the things that you want to begin to do if this idea or this goal does not work? You know, so those are some of the things that can really happen. And there are some drawbacks like uh, not reaching your full potential, uh, in your organization, not being able to do some of the things that you want to achieve. So let's talk about some of the nuts and bolts. We don't have a whole lot of time left, but one of the things that I want to talk to you about is how do you select a consultant to work with your company? And that was a great question. Thank you for sending that in. You know, at the end of the day, uh, consultants provide a level of expertise. I'm going to say that again, And based upon what you want to accomplish, that is how you select your consultant. You don't select a consultant who is going to work with you in terms of what they want to accomplish. You want to select them based upon very specific objectives that you want to achieve a very specific goal related to those objectives in that way. And, you know, if you are not sure of that, then you need to do your research. You need to, say, for example, my organization. uh, And feel free, go to Jason Carthen Enterprises or jasoncarthen.com, and you'll see All the certifications or skill sets uh, that are available and you make your decision I don't want you to select me if you're trying to do something that I don't have a level of expertise in it's at that point that you have a little bit of uh, challenges not only with engagement but then also with understanding the scope of work or what needs to take place in order to achieve the goal so you have to be very selective and how you pick your consultant, and you also have to make sure it's a good fit. After all, you're going to have to engage uh, with this individual, whether male, female, whoever it may be. You're going to have to engage with them, and it has to be a good fit. I mean, that's something that – You don't want engagement to get in the way. You want to make sure everything is hitting on all cylinders, there's a good rapport, and there's ability to uh, move forward with a certain level of synergy. And I always like to say, you know, when you engage someone, that synergy has to be there, and it won't even be like work. You'll make recommendations, you'll engage, and... just move forward and you start to see progress and that is so important so now one of the other things this is interesting what is the difference between a consultant and a coach now again great question when you have a consultant they are available in a a number of capacities and again they're an expert i'm going to keep throwing that out there because they need to have a high level of accomplishment and expertise uh, to be able to speak into some of the challenges in the organization. So they're expert on the respective thing that you want to accomplish. I'm going to keep saying that. I've talked about leadership. The difference is with a coach, you have someone who is retained to help you in a certain capacity. Now, again, they, they still are going to help you with goals and achieving those goals and things like that. Uh, but it's more of a capacity either on a personal one-to-one or a professional, uh, sort of growth and development piece. But the one thing, the one caveat that I want to pull out of that and share with you again, is that it's more one-on-one, uh, typically, you know, that's where you get your most bang for the buck, uh, in terms of the coaching. Now, don't get me wrong there are group coaching uh mechanisms and also facilitation but typically that sort of thing takes place when someone wants to help a maybe a self-directed team to move forward And they're able to all jump on a call or get on a Skype call and engage and talk through things and get coached up. And then they bring certain challenges or barriers to performance. And then you can uh, make recommendations based upon that. I've done group coaching. It's fun. And there's a lot of great things that can come out of it. uh, But it has a different bent than consulting, you know. And, again, that consultant is going to come in and say, hey, Let's roll up our sleeves, figure out next steps. Let's do some research. Let's collaborate. Let's make this thing happen. And you're able to move forward. So some may be asking, well, give me an example. What does this consulting thing look like? And if I really want to figure out if it's going to benefit my business, give me an example of what that would look like. So just a basic example. Let's talk about strategic planning. When you have a consultant, you're going to have an individual, again, that comes in and they're going to say, okay. What are your goals? What do you want to see happen? Like we talked about at the top of the show. And this individual is going to say, whew, all right, we have some objectives. We have these goals in place. Let's move forward. So through the course of a certain period of time, you may have four or five sessions where the consultant is going to work with leadership and then they're going to work with uh, direct line reports. They're going to figure out, okay, what are the next steps for this strategic plan? They're going to get input from everyone. They're going to bring all these things together. They're going to go back to senior leadership. And then they begin to ferret out next steps. You know, they figure out, okay, if we can do this, great. If we can't do that, then we have to take that option off the table. So really, you have that consultant who is bringing all this information. They're giving input all along the way. And the leaders are taking all this information in. And remember, it's based upon expertise. And what they're sharing, what they're going to take, and then what they're going to get rid of. But the big thing is this consultant is leveraging. Uh, that institutional knowledge that they bring to the table. They are leveraging uh, really the things that they've been exposed to throughout a period of time. And then they're speaking into the life of that business as they're coming forward with strategic planning steps. So, you know, that's just a quick example of what that should look like. And again, everybody, you know, we've been talking about really this idea of leveraging the benefits of a consultant in your business and does it make sense for you you know the capstone because we're, we're really out of time at this point but the capstone that you have to remember is that you want an individual that is going to help you to achieve your goals it's not about their goals they're coming in to help you do what you want to do And if you are ready to leverage the benefits of a consultant in your business, you need to be intentional. Do your due diligence. Make sure you're passionate about the goal that you want to achieve. Make sure you have a goal that you want to achieve before you bring in a consultant and then you make it happen. And one thing that I will tell you, if you get a good consultant, they are going to be invested and you're going to see impact almost immediately. You know, and that's one of the things that. You have to remember, are they invested? Do they want to see me do well? And really, am I going to have some outcomes and really some things take place that I want to see happen? So, hey, everybody, we are almost out of time. I am excited that you've uh, joined us today. Make sure you stay connected with me. I, I thoroughly enjoy some of the emails and the notes. And when people call, it's it's just a blessing to me. I don't take you for granted Make sure you reach out to me. I'd love to hear from you more. And let's stay tuned. Let's stay engaged. Make sure you remember this. Okay, navigate to jasoncarthon.com. If you have any uh, personal or professional goals you want to achieve, we have the resources there for you. Stay connected with me. I appreciate each and every one of you. And remember, live your life on purpose every day. You don't always get that opportunity. Someone didn't wake up this morning. They don't have that opportunity, but live your life on purpose. I appreciate each and every one of you. Take care now. You've been listening to discover the leader in you with the leadership linebacker, Dr. Jason Carthen. We want to hear from you. Connect with us now. Visit our blog and visit our website at jasoncarthon.com. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Jason Enterprises. Follow us on Twitter at Jason Carthon. Let's keep the conversation going. And if you want to listen to the podcast, go to jasoncarthonradio.com. Be sure to join us every Sunday at 2 p.m. on AM 1420, The Answer, to discover the leader in you.